welcome back to our podcast. In our last conversation, Bruce and I talked about Jesus, and we want to pull you back into the conversation as we continue here in the Big Tree. And yet, he, and yet, his purpose for coming rings true maybe more so now than it ever has because it's us and we're here. And and there's a scripture that says, this is the work of God. Yeah. That you believe in the one that sent him. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And so to simplify. How simple is that, though? It's so simple. What is the work of God? God, just to believe in the one that sent him. How simple is that? How simple is that? I I, I am one, I do believe wholeheartedly, um, simplifying things. Listen, you know how we are as human beings. <laughs> you, you made a point, and there's a lot of chaos going on now. Um, and to be honest with you, all the chaos isn't stirred up by the devil. Okay. So some of the chaos. <laughs> really? Some of the chaos starts with him, but even he knows how human beings are. Uh, and that will perpetuate, will run in 500 different directions trying yes. to find a solution. Yes. When we as believers are supposed to know where our solution is. Yeah. And just for the listeners, always remember this. Please remember this because this is very important at this time. Since God has all the answers, don't make him the last one you go to with the question. Oh, man, that's great. Go to him first with the question. That would save people a lot of trouble. It would. Um, and a lot of uh, uh, empty effort. If yeah. we just go to him first and say, you know what, God, what is this? Yeah. And what is my role in this? Yeah. That's, and maybe your that's role good. is to pray. Maybe your role is to stay quiet. You know, but whatever he tells you your role is in that, maybe your role is to do nothing. Maybe you're supposed to be doing something else. Yeah. But just go to him first and say, hey, what is this? Yeah. Why is this happening? That's awesome. And, and what are we supposed to do? But don't make him the last one to, that we ask the question to. So, yeah, that scripture that I referenced, I mean, that I referenced just now is John 6, um, 6, like John six twenty eight. Um, I'll, I'll read it real quick. It says, then, then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Verse 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that you believe on him who, has, who he has sent. So we believe on him. That's the work of God. That's the work of God. And, 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 I'm, and I'm, I'm pairing that with the chaos thing. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm finding, Troy, is that we can we can find ourselves doing, and I'm a pick on I'm a pick on the Sunday church goers for a minute. Hope you don't get <laughs> mad, but it's okay. We can go to church every Sunday, yes. every Wednesday, every Tuesday, whatever your thing is, right? You can be on the usher, or you can usher, you can you can maybe do parking lot attendance and. All of those things are good and helps for, you know, building a, a good community. I don't knock any of those things. Right. But at the end of the day, you can go where my wife and I are on a board 
of a friend's ministry and she goes out and and feeds the hungry and clothes the naked and right now she's already started you know had already compiled clothes winter clothes for people who are on the streets and that kind of thing all of those things are necessary but at the end of the day john 6 this is jesus's words and he says this is the work of god and he doesn't say feed the hungry clothe the naked which is important it is important he doesn't say make sure you don't miss a meeting at church it's important to a lot of people mm mm-hmm. What he says is the real work is staying in faith. The real work in the midst of a confused world, in the midst of chaos, the real work for you is to stay in a place of faith concerning the one that sent me. That's right. That's the work you're going to have to stay focused on. You know what I'm saying? That's the work you're going to have to lean forward into, per se, right? And stay in that place. And once again, he came and demonstrated that so wonderfully. He did. And he also gave one of his disciples a great chance to demonstrate that in Matthew 14. Peter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm walking on this storm. If that be you, bid me to come. Yes. Jesus said one word. Come. That's it. Peter didn't step out on nothing. He stepped out on the word. He did. That's what he did. So, he did. But then Peter's problem was, and we, we go back and we look at that particular passage, we understand that, that that storm was a supernatural storm. It was something the enemy stirred up. Yes. Uh, so what Peter started doing is he started looking at what, it's not even just about the storm he's looking at. He's looking at what the enemy has stirred up. Yes. Look at this chaotic world now. Look what the enemy is stirring up. And a lot of times what we do, and I was taught this growing up in the church. Again, I'm not going to mention denomination. (laughs) But there was a lot of people that would get up and they would testify and they would say the devil's busy and the devil's after me and the devil's been doing this. And and we're so focused on what the devil's doing that we can't see what Jesus is doing. Boy, great point. And, And Jesus' whole thing was, look, Keep your focus here. Great point. If you keep your focus here, you'll walk on the water. But when you start looking at what the enemy is doing, that's when you start to sink. Wow. And what I love about the story is is Peter, one of the greatest prayers, one of the greatest prayers I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to know 15 different names right. of God. And he right. didn't have to. No, he just said, Lord, save me. Right. Lord, save me. Yeah. And immediately Jesus rescued him. And then the Bible tells you they walk back together. Yep. They walk back together. So as long as Peter had his focus on Jesus, he was able to walk on the water, not just yes. once, but twice. Yes. And and that's what Jesus is trying to get us to do. Look, don't worry about what all these other folks are doing. He even talks about that when, when some of these other people were false witnesses and stuff. Yeah. Don't worry about what worry they're about doing. It. Right. That's right. Keep your focus here on me. Keep your focus on me. You keep your focus here on me, you're going to be all right. So it sounds like keeping our focus on Jesus actually helps us to keep it simple. It does help you to keep it simple. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. That's what I'm hearing you say. Keep your focus on me. It actually helps you to keep it simple. When it gets complicated, I say this all the time. When things get complicated, God's probably not in it or no longer in it. (laughs) I hear you. When things get complicated, because 
at the end of the day, we really aren't that smart. <laughs> you know, we really aren't that smart to get into any heavy, heavy theological uh, eschatology. No, no, no. He did it on purpose. He wanted to make sure that the simplest of people on this planet yeah. would have access. I love it. Would have access to the joy, to the peace. Don't have to understand E equals MC square. Don't have to understand pie. They can go and eat pie in Jesus' name and be happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm born again and I'm saved and I know him and I know he loves me and I love him. Don't have to know any, you know what I'm saying? Don't have to have a vernacular. No. They can just speak whatever words they they know and and be okay. So he set the whole thing up to make sure that it was simple so that no one would be left out. And we tend to complicate it. Oh, we complicate. Let's not overcomplicate Jesus. Let's not. Oh, that's a great statement, man. Let's not overcomplicate Jesus. Mm. If he came here to simplify things, then we should perpetuate that simplicity. Oh my goodness. That's what we should do. Perpetuate that simplicity. So I, I, you know me, man, I look, I love Jesus and I want everybody else to love him too. Yes, sir. That's, that's our goal. That's our mission. Uh, That's what we want to accomplish. There are so many people, even in this world today, and it's, it's crazy to say, who haven't even heard of Jesus. Yeah. You know, and that's that's heartbreaking. But 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 at the same time, even though it's heartbreaking, uh, it, it's also an indictment. Yes. Because what, yeah. what are we doing? Right. What are we doing? Right. You know, and, and we have to we have to get get out there and, and you know, in the highway and the hedges, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the byways. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get out there and we have to, to make his name even more famous and even more known. Yes. Jesus is a friend and we have to recognize that. Not just Lord, not just Savior, but a friend. Yes. He, he wants to share, wants us to share in the things that he's doing here in the world. Yeah. All the stuff that he's doing here in the earth, he wants us to share in it. Yeah. Uh, we do that by serving. We do that by cooperating. We do that by, by having faith. We do that by loving. Uh, but the, the, the one thing we, we have to make sure we do is we have to keep perpetuating that simplicity. Yeah. Not oh, overcomplicate Jesus. Make it simple. He is attainable. He is reachable. Yes. And we, listen, he sits far above all principalities and all that stuff. And that's, yes. that's absolutely true. But even, even sitting far above all these principalities, yeah. he's still attainable. Yeah. And we have to make sure people understand that that he yeah. is attainable. Right. You can receive Jesus and you can receive him just like you are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the standard. You know, that that's to me, that's the standard. That 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 what you just said is the standard of God. Yeah. And what has happened though is that the standard took on a different persona when religion got a hold to it and religion started putting fences up. Um, uh, a good friend of mine named Troy told me that one day, <laughs> you know, religion puts fences up. God sets his own standard. Religion says, Oh, we want to make sure that we make sure that we make sure that we make sure that we don't violate, and it and it was it was well intended in most cases. Most cases, yeah. It it just wasn't needed, and it complicates once again. It complicates 
everything because you just complicated God. You just complicated Jesus. He didn't need any help with the standard that he initially set. His standard was simple. It's come hang out with me. Let's walk together. Let's do life together. I'm not lording over you in the sense of any little wrong thing you do, I'm going to get you. I, I want to see you develop into everything that you were inside of me before I sent you yeah. to this particular realm called earth. That's important to know too. That's important, man. And, and so, and so I'm seeing today, Troy, that simplicity really is the standard and what's more simple. Okay. I'm gonna make a little segue here. What's more simple than love? Yeah. See at the end of the day, right? God is love. He doesn't have love. He is love. And what's more simple than love? Love doesn't care what color you are. Love doesn't care if you're tall, if you're short, if you're male, female. Love love doesn't care. Doesn't. Love doesn't care. Love is going to present himself to you the exact same way every single time in every single circumstance and situation. Love is not condoning. I think people get that mixed up. Love is not condoning sin, right? Might might want to say that again for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Love, Love is not a condoning of sin. Correct. See, I deal with this a lot talking to people about God's standard, right? Because he does have a standard. Sure. But his standard is not... So much, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. You touch that, you're going to die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, he does have standards. Yeah. But the, but the ultimate standard is love. And if we love him or attempt to love him or want to love him the way that we come to know he loves us, there's a scripture that says we love him. Why? Because he first loved us. That's a revelation that somebody got. Wow. He loves me like that? He loved me when I was in my sin. Before I even knew him, he loved me. Absolutely. So now I'm I'm going to I'm going to embrace that love. And when I embrace that love, you said it earlier, Jesus took 613, you know, Levitical laws and I like to say it like this, he he crunched them all down <laughs> and just compressed them into two. Love God with all your heart, soul, might, strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. When everything's said and done, the standard is love. It absolutely is love. And man, what a great <clears throat> job he did, once again, presenting that standard. Absolutely. For God so loved the world. We all know that scripture. John 3, 16, we know it. Yeah. For God so loved the world. Now, you have to look at that. There's, there's the motive, love. The motive what, is what was love. the action wow. he gave? Wow. So you have to recognize this, and, and for everybody listening, there is nothing in this world that God does outside of the motive of love. Nothing. Boy, Everything what a he great does point. is because he loves us. Yeah. Even when he chastens you, it's because he loves you. Yes. So there's nothing he does outside of love. Yeah. That's his motive. It's always going to be his motive, and it's because of who he is. He that loves not knows not God. Why? Right. Because God is love. Yeah. And so right. his motive, his motive, he loved us so much that he sent 
he gave. He gave. And this is where we are, man. This is I'm I'm I get the goosebumps and everything like that when we start <laughs> talking about this stuff. Because I know where I was and I knew yeah. where I was heading. And yes. it was because of his love. Yes. Yes. It was because his, there's a massive amount. There's a massive amount of love that God the Father has for Jesus. Yeah. That's right. But because because that love is unconditional, he has the same amount of love for you. Yeah. Or yeah. else Jesus would be a condition. Mm. So you, Yeah, that's so good, man. So Jesus is it's, it's an unconditional love. Like you made a beautiful point. Has nothing to do with who you are. No. Male or female, none no. of that. It has nothing to no. do with that. all those are conditions. All of those are conditions. He says, "I'm going to love you." I don't care what you do. Yeah. I will never stop loving you. And that's Man. something. When we look at the life of Jesus, you see the passion of the Father. Yeah. You see the passion of the Father. Yeah. Because even down to the point where he was beaten. Yeah. And he was spit on. And right. they tore his beard out of his face. And they right. punched him. And they did all this stuff. They whipped him and all this stuff and drug him and made him carry that cross. Yeah. And they nailed him to it and all this stuff. Even during all that kind of stuff, yeah. you still see the passion of the Father because he's looking at those same people that did that and said, Father, please forgive them. For they know not what they do. Mm. You have to see the passion in that. You, you have to see the passion. He will that. never stop pursuing you. It doesn't matter what you do. That's right. He will never stop pursuing you. Remember the woman that, that washed Jesus' feet? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, that's found over in Luke 7. And, and, you know, here's that love thing, man. It's, from, it's, it's kind of from the other side, right? Okay, so Luke 7, uh, if I pick up in 44, it said, And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, See thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. You gave me no kiss but this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil did you not anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. This is what gets me right here. Uh -huh. Verse 47. Wherefore I say unto you, her sins, which are many, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, are forgiven, for she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Oh, yeah, man. oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. When we catch the passion that you're talking about, the fierceness of God's love. I even heard a gentleman, and I'd never heard this presented like this before. I even heard a gentleman talk a little bit about even what we consider the wrath of God. Mm-hmm is really an expression of the love of God. You mentioned it earlier, right. that passion that I will never give up on you. Yeah. I will never stop pursuing you. Yeah. Oh, boy, the goosebumps. Yeah. I will never <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I will never stop pursuing you. If you listen to the enemy, he will tell you that you should just give up because you're too far gone. But if you catch a hold of how much I love you, what fierceness I have in my love for you, you'll end up like this woman 
who realizes how much she's been forgiven and she's pouring out this love on her savior undignified doesn't care that the men around her are ridiculing her under her under their breath you, you want to go another step further come on here's another step further she let her hair down she oh and in, in that time in that culture in, in in public a woman wasn't supposed to let her hair down because letting your hair down was a sign that it was time for intimacy yes and yes. so she lets her hair down yeah good night she lets her hair down. Good night, man. <laughs> Good night. I love it. And wipes her tears off of his feet with her hair. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Gotta love it, man. And so, and so it's it's really my prayer, my prayer for people that are called by his name. And for people in general, even those that are not, I of course I pray that they would come to the knowledge of who Jesus is for themselves. Yeah but certainly those who are called by his name. One of the things that the Lord told me a while back, Troy, is that people who struggle to love others, they think that they're the problem, right? Yeah. I just just struggle to love this person. And he said it's not that they lack in love per se, it's just simply that they have not come to the place of having received my love to a greater extent. Right. And this is where I got the saying from the Lord, you can't give what you don't have. That's right. That's where that came from. That's I say right. it all the time. But that's where that came from. He showed me that pertaining to love. You can't give what you don't have. So if, so if we want to make it really, really simplistic you got two buckets of love and that's all you got (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying and you just met somebody who needs a barrel yeah and all you have is two gallon sized buckets and you you know what i'm saying so you push you you splash them with that and you say okay well that's all i got right but they require a barrel because of where they are they need five barrels of love and god says will you be my funnel yeah I don't even I don't even want to be a couple of barrels. I want you to be the water hose that I can use to just sprinkle love on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Still, you know what this the beauty there's no way we can talk about Jesus without talking about the love of the Father. There's no it way just, to do it's it. It's not possible. That's why I said it is such a beautiful segue because it just just in our conversation there's no way to do it without talking about there's the no love way. of the Father. He is the expression. He is the expression. He's the expression. Of the love of the Father. By mm. by him laying down his life, he is the expression of God's love for us. And and that, that love is is never, never, never ending. Never ending. It will never end. Um and never ending. I, I mean David David in his in David's own words, he said, Look, even if I made my bed in hell, wow. You're wow. there. You're there. Even if I made my my bed in hell, you're there. You're there. You're there. Why? Because he he's so interested in us. He's so loving towards us. Man. And when when you see him come down, and and what the Bible calls Emmanuel, God with us, God with us, and and lives with us for thirty three years. Mm. For thirty three years, Moses was given 
uh, uh, the crazy task of building a place for God to habitate. Mm-hmm. And and God said, I'm not going to leave it up to your opinion, or mm. to your uh, 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 translation, or I'm not going to leave it up to how you think it's done. Build it after the pattern that yeah. I show you. Yes. Build it after the pattern. I need you to build this thing exactly yes. the way I'm going to show you. It has to be precise. Yes. And we know everything in that tabernacle points to Jesus and his ministry. Mm. Everything points to him and his ministry. So when we see the tabernacle, we see a shadow of Jesus Christ. Yes. We see that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I could go through there because there's only one way in, and that's through the gate. Jesus said, I am the way, you know, and, and, and we see the, 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 the altar and there's the only way to get into the, the inner court. You had to enter through blood and water. When Jesus is on the cross and they pierce him, oh Lord, when they pierce him uh, in his side, what comes out is blood and water. And the reason I say blood and water is you had the altar and then you had to labor right after that. Yes. So you had to kill something, yes, bleed it out, and then you go wash, yes, right. And you see the blood and water. Everything you look at the, the lampstand and you look at the altar of incense. Everything in there, every single thing, mm. down to the measurements, mm. down to the material that was made. Everything points to Jesus. Mm. And God said, "Build it after the pattern that I show you." Yeah. And then we fast forward a couple thousand years, and He sends the pattern here. Yeah. And then what does He look at us and say? In so many words, go back to what Moses did. Yeah, yeah. Moses, Moses built this thing after the pattern. Yeah, there's a purpose for that because yeah. you have to be built after this pattern. Wow. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Yeah, we're supposed to be built after that pattern, and yes. that pattern walked with us for 33 years. Man, and He showed us how we could live. Mm-mm-mm. Showed us how we should live, and He came here to simplify things for us. Man. And I so think good. it's a wonderful testimony of his life. It's so much more. We could talk about Jesus. Yeah, I know, like man. We said, we said that at the beginning. We could talk about it forever. Man, but I, oh, man I really, oh, man. really have enjoyed, you know, just being able to converse with you about this and, you know, uh, allow the listeners to kind of listen to the conversation. And, sure. You know, which is, is always a good thing, man. Yeah. Uh, that's what this podcast is all about. I want to do something because this is doggone it. Second season, right? <laughs> I'm going to do something because I'm sure. Well, we we do have some listeners from our first season. I'm sure we'll pick up listeners this, you know, for this season. Sure. And the the beauty about the recording, it will still be applicable. Yeah. So there may be people who listen to this podcast who don't know Jesus, right? And this may be the time that you're 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 being introduced to Jesus. And maybe you've heard of him, yeah, but you didn't really know, you know, too much about him. There's so much more. We we just scratched the surface. Yes. In and and in general, here in this earth, I don't care how many teachings you hear of Jesus, it's still just scratching the surface. Yes. There's so much to him, and there may be people who have grown cold over time to Jesus, that you had a relationship with him at one time, and for some reason you kind of backed away. Could be because of hurt could be because of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, people in the church could have done your, let me explain to you what church hurt is. Church hurt is simply this. It's a misappropriation of trust. Yeah. That's all it is. That's so is great. You took the trust that you were supposed to have in God and you put it in a person yes. and then that person acted human. Yes. You know, and that, that's all it is. Wow. So what we want to do is get you to redirect that trust back to who it belongs to. Yes. And I, I just kind of, you know, just sitting here in the room, just kind of had that feeling. It's like, you know what? 
let's invite them. Yeah, sure. Let's invite them to come and know absolutely who Jesus is. And and like you said, he only wants you, he just wants you to walk with him. Absolutely. He just wants you to walk with him. So I will do this. I will do this. Our email address is info at h20live.org. Info at h20live.org. If that is you, and you're listening to this podcast, and you have grown cold, or you've never known Jesus in the pardoning of your sins, I want you to email us, info at h20live.org. I want you to email us. I don't care how many of you it is. I will personally pray with each one of you. Amen. Every last one. I, I don't care if a thousand of you uh, uh, um, email. I will pray with each and every one of you. Amen. You shoot us an email. I will send you my personal phone number. I don't want to give out my personal phone number on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but I will give you my personal phone number in the email. And uh, I want you to come to know Jesus. My mission your mission. Yes. We love Jesus and we want everyone else to love him too. And we want everybody everybody else to love him too. So I think that's a good thing to do. That's a great thing to do. We invite those. It's no shame, no condemnation. Uh, the one thing you have to understand is he saw everything you did when you did it. Yeah. yeah. And he's still saying, I still want you. Yeah. I still have purpose for you. And can I say this, Troy, mm-hmm. in, in that regard, you know, because there's... There are so many people today that aren't interested in religion. Yeah. And and I just want to make that point. We're not talking about doing anything religious. We don't like religion either. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. We don't like religion either. So so I just want to say that for those who might be listening that that may that an invite may appeal to. Yeah. We're not talking about trying to clean yourself up. No. We're not talking. What we're talking about is introducing you to the one that we got introduced to at whatever point we did, and that we've been walking with ever since. Yeah, it's it's really that simple. It's not a religious thing, you know. Nope. There aren't any magical words to be no. said, you <laughs> know. As a matter of fact, you can do it right now, even while you're listening. You know, you can do that right now in your own words. Hey, Jesus, I, I'm listening to these dudes, and they they make you sound real good. I think I'd like to like to get to know you. It's as simple as that. It really is. Well, let's go back to the simple point, the simple prayer of Peter. Lord, save me. Lord, save me. Right there where you are. Yeah. That's all you yeah. have to. Lord, save me. And and, and that's, that's where it. we are, man. I mean, that's really where we are. You know, kind of kind of taking the taking the spooky off of yeah. meeting Jesus yeah, and walking with him and living with him, taking the, I, I'm going to say it again, taking the religion off of it. Yeah. I, I didn't come into a religious thing. I came to Jesus. Came to Jesus. I didn't meet religion. I met Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And it's really, you know, people say, well, you know, isn't that one? Of, no, no, they're not the same. They're not the same they're at not all. They're not the same at all. <laughs> you know, one, one's, one's a construct, one's an institution, right? Mm-hmm. And and then one's a person. And the person is much better than the institution. Let Absolutely. Me tell you. The person is so much better than the construct, man. The person will be with you. There's a scripture that says that he sticks closer than a brother. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Wow, man. You know what I'm saying? He sticks closer than a brother. 
can't get into it now, but boy, just within the last 24 hours, Troy, my wife and I found out about a situation, really dire situation with a young lady. And, you know, and that's, and, and I'm just thinking, man, but he sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Young lady and her mom had issues and, and some things happened and, 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 you know, we're human. Yeah. And so sometimes we don't always respond well to hard situations, to surprising situations. Yeah, man. Sometimes we don't respond well. Yeah. But you know, Jesus sticketh closer. He sticketh. I'm going to say it the old English way. <laughs> he sticketh. Sticketh. <laughs> sticketh closer. Closer than a brother. And he's so much joy to be around. Absolutely. And he's so much fun. And people don't know Jesus like that. I'm finding out that a lot of church folk don't know Jesus like that. So anyway, I could, you know, once again, we've gone right back into, we're trying to, <laughs> talking about him again. But that's it. That's all I want to say about it. Yeah, look, just send us your emails, info at h20live.org. And if you want me to, uh, when you send the email, let me know you want me to pray with you. I will send you my phone number, or if you want to send me your phone number, it's in, in the email, it's fine. I'll call each one of you. does not matter to me. This is why I'm here. This is why we're here. We want to make him known. We want to make him famous. We, yes. we, you know, we, we want to be able to share the love of God uh, throughout this world. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why we do the podcast. It's one of the reasons why we do ministry, the way we do ministry. And, yes. you know, uh, so it's, it's one of those things, man. I just, I can't say enough about him. I really hope you consider this and, and listen to this invite and, um, Join us as we walk with him. It is the best decision you will ever make in your life. Absolutely. To serve him. It's the best decision. Nothing comes close. Nothing in my life I've Nothing. done. It, everything pales in comparison Nothing. to that. And I want you to be able to experience that too. So great time talking about this. Um, I had a lot of fun. I'm going to sign off now because if I keep, <laughs> if I stay, I'm just going to keep talking about them. This is Troy. I'm Bruce. And we have enjoyed having you with us here under the fig tree.